0: Right, you girls ready? Welcome to another series of our self-reliance course with Julia and Imogen, and today we'll be discussing pain, tithes, and offerings.
1: Today we're going to be talking about paying tithes and offerings from our book on personal finances for self-reliance. Um, the foundation and principle we'll be talking about is repent and be obedient and the financial principles and skills we'll be discussing is change your approach to managing money, pay tithes and offerings. So cool. Last week we talked about faith. You remember that was the foundation of our little house that we're building. We also talked about work and how we can uh, consult with one with another in our homes. Um, family council was the challenge that we had to uh, do and we also had to look at some scriptures on faith and um, keep the Sabbath day holy. and yeah, it was a it was a really good week in my house. So we've now moved on to our next foundation principle, which is repent and be obedient. Isn't that interesting? Second principle of the gospel, first faith, second repentance. Mm-hmm. So we're moving through the house. We're going into first room soon. Ooh, mm-hmm. Exciting. It's like being uh, a builder. <laughs> <laughs> moving into that first room. Okay, so um, repentance. There's a really cool scripture that I like about repentance in Doctrine and Covenants 130, 20 to 21, and it says there is a law upon which all blessings are predicated and we, when we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. So we're going to discuss how um, repentance and obedience are connected to self-reliance. And one of the things that um, comes to mind is like from that scripture, we know that we will be blessed and we know that those blessings come through our obedience. Um, Repentance is the next step along faith. Um, When we have faith, we want to progress and we want to move forward and we know that this obedience um, is what's going to move us and bless us. So there's blessings that we receive from obeying God's laws. Can uh, Julia, do you have an example of a blessing that you've received from obeying a, a law of God?
2: Yes, yes. Um, I have uh, from tithing. I've we've all been been there where you kind of you're right at the end of your pay, and there's not much in the you know in the kitchen. So, but I always take my out, uh, tithing out first and one day there was a big box of vegetables just sitting on my doorstep. Excellent. So, I think we know where the big box of veggies comes from. <laughs> so, <laughs> the lovely Um They never said it was them, but I knew it was them and uh, yeah, and that lasted a whole week. So, awesome. that happened the next day after I paid my tithing. So that was many years ago now but um, yeah, every time I got to that point, that was without any, you know, them knowing or anything, um, something like that would always happen. So you pay your tithing, if you're obedient, the blessings will
1: come. Excellent. There's actually an activity that you can do, um, not just the law of tithing but any law that you can uh, write in that you would like to obey or um, it actually starts with thinking of a blessing that you want to receive. So it's a cool way of looking at it. So first up, think of what it is you want to be blessed with at the moment and then think about what law you're going to live to obtain that blessing. So it's a really cool exercise and I encourage you to do that. There's, a, there's also a little quote from um, Elder Holland On page 37, and uh, he's very direct. I like Elder Holland. He says, The Lord blesses those who want to improve, who accept the need for commandments and try to keep them. So we've got to have a a good attitude and a right mindset that we accept the commandments and we try to keep them, which is, um, like I said, the directness of Elder Holland's way he talks to us. Okay, we're going to move into that first room. Let's go room. Room one, pay tithes and offerings. And uh, we're going to start by talking about changing our approach to money. So, um, Francis, Hmm. why do you think that paying tithes and offerings is that first step in our financial stewardship success?
0: Um, because it is a demonstration of the faith that you have And so we were just discussing how money often reflects the time That we've put into earning it And mm. so wherever our money goes, that's where our heart lies mm. And so if you pay your tithing, that shows the Lord that you put him first mm. And So it's a, just a very real physical demonstration of the faith that you have Kind of like baptism
1: Excellent mm. So ch- in talking about changing our approach to money, um, we're going to talk about now what, what goes into that other nine-tenths of the money that we have. So if the first tenth is going to tithing, what are we doing with that other nine-tenth? So we're going to talk about changing our approach. Mm. And Julia's going to describe um, some of the diagrams that we've got in our um, manual on page 40 or, um, yeah, similar on your device. So, Julia, do you want to just take that away now?
2: Sure. Okay, in the first lot of uh, diagrams, you've got you receive your money, then you pay your current living expenses, you pay your tithes and offerings, and then you build financial security. However, the self-reliant approach is you receive income, you pay tithes and offerings, you build your financial security, and you pay current living expenses okay so why do you think why do you think self-reliant approach is the way it is
1: well it's a faith approach isn't it yes. and we know that we should be more faithful and acting on our faith
2: that's right because if we pay our tithes and offering first okay then the blessings will come after We build our financial security. Okay, that doesn't mean that you have to put hundreds and hundreds of dollars away. Even if you just start off with putting $5, $5 of your pay away into a separate account. And then after that, we pay our bills. So you can start off by building your financial security. You can start off very, very small. Mm. and then build
1: that slowly up. So... I like the diagram on the other side, which talks about um, how you look at where your money's going in terms of um, the representation was sand rock, and rocks, so big rock, small rocks and sand. Should we talk about that now?
0: Yes. It's like a very common visual aid that you it use. Is, it is. It is a very show. common visual aid priorities and yeah
1: so that the 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 little things that we look at you know that new pair of shoes yeah that sand yeah that (laughs) that nice dress that you just saw when you walked past (laughs) that's all the sand stuff that's all the it's not really a priority it's just filling up the gaps Yep. yep 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 so what's the big rock tithing Tithing, okay. So that's the big rock, so that's the main priority that we're going to put in the jar first. Mm. Right. The little rocks, what are they? Bills. Yep. yep. Little rocks, yep. bills, savings. some of yep, savings. Yeah, that's that should be uh, like treat it like a bill. So it could be like yep. So food. Yep. yep. Luxuries, entertainment. Maybe they're the
0: sand. Oh, dang sand. it! Yeah, <laughs> don't be I the think sand. you
1: don't think that's essential. <laughs> <laughs> <kidding>. Okay, <clears throat> so so we're going to do the big rock first, which are, is our tithing, and then we're going to do the smaller rocks, which we talked about is building our financial security, paying the necessary bills, and then our small sand is what's going to come in last, and it's going to fill the gaps.
0: It definitely takes a lot of faith to pay. Tithing first, especially when you know what your it outgoings does. are, mm-hmm. and you get yeah. your pay, and you're like, oh, okay. Because, like you said, in the first demonst- uh, kind of activity or de- demonstration, the world will pay your bills first, pay all that, and whatever's left over, then you tithe on mm. that, mm-hmm. and that's the not the priority. No, you know. So when you do it the other way around, you put the Lord first. Funnily, not funnily, but miraculously. Yeah, everything else gets paid. It's amazing, and you have extra for the dress, don't you? Yeah, you get the dress right. and the shoes. Yep, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> the bag. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, it's cool, but it takes a lot of faith, and it so does. It's, you know, yeah. um, just to kind of shift the thinking around this. If the Lord owns everything, then you know the least we can do is give Him ten percent of our increase.
2: Yeah, Our
1: obedience. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: show yeah. the obedience. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: Yeah, excellent. Yep, that's great. So um, let's flip over to the um, discussion on the next page now, which is about paying tithes and offerings. And there's so many examples in the scriptures. The widow's might. the example in the book is the widow of Zarephath. So um, we know there's examples in our own life of where we've paid tithing and um, Julia gave one recently of um, there's a box at the door, and these are all the the laws that we are obedient to in that scripture that I read first. There is a blessing always. And there was a scripture that we read last week about faith, which is about pouring out the windows of heaven. Um, I think it's mentioned here, um also. In Malachi, yep, Malachi three ten. If we pay our tithing, the Lord will open the windows of heaven unto us. Um, Elder Bednar, he talks. He's quite direct too, and he talks about this um, idea of spiritual illumination and perspective. Um, he says the imagery of the windows of heaven used in Malachi is most instructive. Windows allow natural light to enter into a building, like in like manner spiritual illumination and perspective are poured out through the windows of heaven and into our lives as we honour the law of tithing. So it's not only a temporal blessing that we receive as we honour this law and obey this law, it's also a spiritual illumination that we receive. So our increase spiritually as well as our temporal increase happens when we obey the law of tithing.
0: I think that's a big deal because when you are first starting out and paying tithing and you are struggling, it is really hard to come get out of that hole. When you're in it and you think about your finances and you're struggling and then this whole new concept of pay the Lord first yes, and everything, you know, that takes huge because it Because when you're
1: thinking from a worldly perspective, people look at the worldly, like telethon just happened, people look at the worldly perspective and go, oh, I've got a bit extra, I think I can pay telethon. You know, it's like we don't look at it that way. We go, we've got this money, this is what we do first, and then, you know, we we think of other charities we can help.
0: Well, that but, spiritual illumination comes yeah. with following, being obedient to the principle. And so when you don't have spiritual illumination, yes. then you your capacity to serve and give freely yes is really limited it is so this is a whole new concept it's amazing so you know to say that even though you're obeying a financial law you're still getting spiritual blessings from them and the spiritual blessings are perspective and illumination yes and help especially when you're in the hole yes you know i think that's a big
1: deal yes and and the amount of times that we have said to heavenly father when we've needed some spiritual illumination in our lives personally um, as a family or as an individual we've been able to confidently say listen heavenly father i've paid a full tithe now i need to be spiritually blessed in this area of my life yep you know we can use we can ask for that we have the ability to ask for that spiritual enlightenment illumination help when we need it, especially, you know, in times of anxiety, what we've been going through with this pandemic, you know, changes in our life. Our daughter uprooted from her plans and um, had to change her perspective. You know, it was very hard coming home. She'd saved all this money to get to BYU-Hawaii, then had to come out of it. She was only there for two months. You know, spiritually, when she came home, she was flat as a tack and we had to... You know, call on the Lord, ask for that illumination, get that help we needed. And, you know, she wasn't the only one in this situation. There was plenty of other people, and not trying to nullify other people's situations. I know there was people who lost jobs, you know, and we have to use the uh, um, blessings that are there and call on the Lord because he's not going to read our mind, Mm. you know. Correct. We've got to be prayerful about everything, and this is why um, we started with counsel with the Lord in all of our doings. Mm. So, yeah,
0: yeah, especially with this pandemic too, and with people yep. kind of losing jobs and stuff. This it would be, it could potentially be quite a difficult law to obey. Yes, but what we're saying is that if you do this, we promise the Lord promises you yes. that you yes. will open the windows of heaven. You know, the windows of heaven, he will open it and there's yes. only twice that he talks about opening the windows of heaven and the first time was when he flooded the earth. Yes. So come on. Yeah. Pay your money. That's <laughs> it. And, and then be prepared for the blessings.
1: <laughs> Promise. You, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a goal that I set at the start of the year. You know, when we got the new youth program, I actually went through the book and I used it on my device, I, uh, shout out to your mobile phone device, I have to say, and the program is excellent. So I set all the goals in the little areas, you know, the four areas, did it all on my phone, tracked myself on my phone because I'd just leave it it up on the app all the time so that I could go into it, look at it, go into it, look at it, see how I was progressing. So proud of myself. We're in November next week, tomorrow. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I've ticked nearly all of them off. Ooh, ooh, it's good you can see spiritual illumination I know. Right there. There you and go. I'm like wow I'm so yeah I feel really blessed that I've been had this opportunity so if you haven't looked at the new youth program and the book that comes with it and the different goal-setting ideas that are in it I encourage you to go do that because it's something you could put in there if it's an area of your life that you need to improve tithing you know put it in there use it use the um the Great technology that we've been blessed with in the church to improve your life.
0: It's a pity we don't have direct debit anymore. I really enjoyed that. Yes. You know Yeah, so it was I a big struggle.
1: I was serving in the State Relief Society and attended a ward and the husband of the sister was the one who came to me and said, Why have you changed the system? <laughs> and he wasn't a member. Oh, wow. And he said, I used to always do my wife's tithing that way. Now you've changed it and I have to learn a new system, you know. You're like illumination. I know. And he's not even a member of the church. So it's awesome.
0: That's awesome. See, even even non-members recognise the blessings of tithing.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Sorry. Mm. Moving on. We're going on to the law of the fast now. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, dear. That's tomorrow, guys. (laughs) We're we're doing this a week ahead, so. (laughs) So yeah, so fasting without purpose is just starving. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that one before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how can we improve our fast? Come on, let's let's brainstorm this. How can we improve our fast, ladies? Remember to fast. Remember That's what I have. Calendar. To do. Have
0: a purpose.
1: You you know what? You have the little thing on your phone that goes beep beep in the morning. That's a good idea. If you put it on there before you wake up. It's only going to beep at you when you're up, oh, isn't it? That's
0: a good point. And because yeah. church is at 10 a.m. for us, it's kind of like you mix breakfast and you go to church. It's
1: yeah, and you just think, Well,
0: well come on, dinner. We yeah,
1: <laughs> well, we discussed this. Um, if you don't have plans Saturday night, it's probably easier just to fast from the Saturday night through to the lunch on Sunday.
0: Good thinking in your brain, so, so you kind of yep. miss lunch, I mean, yep. dinner on Saturday, yeah,
2: yeah. Cause you go to sleep,
0: yeah. At five o'clock, don't (laughs) have
2: breakfast. (laughs) You
1: can do it. We can can do do it. it. Come
0: on. I've got enough on me to last six months. I can do this.
1: Yeah. So it talks about um, going into the discussion with our family council again and how um, paying an honest tithe is something you can discuss as a family. Talks about um, questions that we can ask amongst our family when we have our next family council. So, these questions are all come up in my next family council. Some of the questions they ask us are, "Are you paying a full and honest tithe? Are you giving a generous fast offering? How are you doing tracking your income and expenses?" So all these things we can think about um, as a family, not even not, not just as an individual mm. and um, yeah,
0: can I, I ask what what blessings you've had from fasting
1: from fasting, you know what? Every time I get a new calling and I need some some guidance in that calling mm-hmm. I fast and I have been blessed every time wonderful and I know that it's because I fasted with a purpose so my my encouragement is that if you haven't got a purpose for the fast you need to find something in your life that you have a question about or you have a problem with or you've got you know something that you need a purpose. Mm. You need to find it to fast.
0: I've heard once that it's fasting is the only way, you, only real thing you can do to pull, to drag the powers of heaven to help you or something. Like yeah. I've got a problem and I really need help, and so much so that I'm prepared to give up food and water for this. Yeah.
1: And well, the spirit
0: comes in. I play. I
1: can remember an example of my own mother, and she probably won't mind me sharing this. When when I came to Australia as an 11 year old from New Zealand my dad wasn't active in the church. And we actually moved into Dinella. We moved into Valentine Avenue. And um, my mum fasted every Sunday until my dad came back to church. And she did that and we had people in the ward that fellowshiped my dad and my dad came. He came and he embraced it all and he was accepted and it was lovely. And I know that through my mum's fasting and her faith that all of that and, you know, obviously the fellowship of the members is um, is what helped. Same for us too. My mum had cancer and the yep. ward fasted. Yes. And she's been on remission
0: for over like 30 awesome. years now. But yep. there's there's no power like it really, no. fasting. And,
1: and David, yeah, David talked about it once too in um, his time of trial and the ward fasted for him and he felt it. He said to them, you know, when he came back, he said, I felt you guys lift me oh. because you fasted.
0: Amazing, eh? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So just say your prayers and put the food down. <laughs> <laughs> find <laughs> find a purpose. Yeah, find a purpose. Yeah. powerful, isn't
1: it? It is. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Um, the activity on page – oh, where are we going? Sorry. Page 46. Um is all about how you feel, about fasting, honestly. Um, Oh, no, it's a group activity. Oh, sorry, we won't worry about that. Sorry, I don't know why I brought that up. Just had a moment. Let's go to Malachi 3, 10 to 12. Do you want to ring that one? Sorry, read that one for us, Francis. Okay.
0: Bring or ye, oh sorry, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, and prove me herewith, say the Lord of Hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it.
1: Nice. Thank you, Francis. Love it. So our commitments this week, people, the commitments that we have. So the My Foundation principle we discussed was repentance and obedience. And how good are those principles? Love it. Yeah. So today we're going to commit to obey any law that we choose. This is a law that is going to bless us. And we wrote a little, um, a little example, or there is a little example of that in the book. So the law that they talk about in the book is tithes and offerings and following a budget And then the blessing that we're going to receive from doing that is having three months of savings. So three consistent months of money sitting there as a savings um, backup. So the next commitment we're making is sharing what we've learnt today with our family and friends. And this is where your buddy comes in again. If you've got a buddy that you've been talking these things over with, Mm And then the last um, commitment that we're making is to continue on by tracking our expenses this week and by holding that family council to discuss our tithes and offerings and our feelings about that. So, yeah, thanks thanks for being a part of um, Chapter 3 in our Personal Finances for Self-Reliance and we've enjoyed discussing these things with you today. Look forward to chatting to you next week if you have any more questions. Mm. What was that website? Uh, that email address again? Chopstickandspork at gmail.com. Excellent. And mm. we'll see
2: you and we'll answer those
1: questions next
2: week.
0: Any final thoughts,
2: Julian? No, I have to just work on my fasting. But <laughs> um, I challenge you to start uh, paying your tithing first. Yeah, pay it. See what happens. Or we'll keep paying it. Yeah. Well, k- try and keep paying try, it. Yeah, try it not paying thing. it and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, don't do that. No, no. Correct. <laughs> You'd be surprised how your money will just miraculously just stretch.
0: Wouldn't it? Yep. And plus savings. It does. Mm-hmm. No. Excellent. Sorry, one thing I learned was my mission president, as we were leaving, he gave us a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. It's just a tiny little book, innocuous mm-hmm. little book. And um, the first principle is pay the Lord, but the second one is pay yourself. Put $5, if that's all you've mm-hmm. got, in your wallet, and be comfortable with knowing that there's $5 and that's yours. Mm. So to be for, become familiar with having money. Because I think that's a real big thing too, when you have money and you're like, yep. I need to be poor and broke because I'm familiar with that feeling. But obviously when you start paying tithing, that's going to shift and you will be illuminated and you'll mm. feel
1: comfortable being
0: abundant because that will happen. Mm, so that's, that's it. Right. Any final thoughts,
1: Mijan? No, you've summed it up perfectly. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. Yet another excellent week, sisters. All right, for all those out there, remember blessings of tithing and fasting. Have a good week.